0: Welcome to the Soul Stories podcast series with michelle Ann, where ordinary people share their extraordinary stories. Grab a cuppa and join me in a heart-filling journey of self-discovery, where my guests will share how they overcame adversity, embraced their spirituality, and allowed their true light to shine. Looking for inspiration, guidance, and tips to find your true passion and purpose? You are definitely in the right spot. Welcome to the Soul Stories Podcast. I'm your host, michelle Ann, and today we're up to episode number 16. And we have an amazing guest that I have known for probably half of my life nearly now, a long yes. time. Um, her name is Abby Colner, and she is one of the most inspirational women I've met. Uh, when I first met her... I'll, I'll let her tell you the story because it's quite amusing how we met, but ever since I've met her, every time I spend time with Abby, I f- leave feeling inspired and ready to take on the world. She's always got these amazing dreams that she fulfills and she, she's the manifesting queen basically. When she says something and really believes, it actually happens and she's got some amazing stories for you. Um, And she's also the founder of Abby K Fitness. So she runs her own personal training studio. Uh, Even how that came about, I remember us talking about it and she's like, yeah, I'm gonna run and start this business. It's called Abby K Fitness and off she went and did it. So whatever Abby says she's going to do, she does. And I just love it. And I wanna share her essence with you guys because I know you're gonna get a lot out of her story. And um, really resonate with some of the points she's going to bring for you today. So I'll hand you over to Abby and um, she's going to tell you pretty much, well, I'd love to tell the listeners how we met firstly. And then a little bit about yourself, like what you're doing now with your fitness business. And I know you're rebranding. You've always been very holistic. But yeah, your story is an intriguing one, just the way you come from overseas and now you're living in Australia. It's just a, it's just a cracker of a story. So I'll pass yeah. it over to Abby to just introduce herself, share her little bits and pieces with you. Hello. Can you hear me? Yes, we can hear you. Yes.
1: Okay. Hi, I'm Abby. <laughs> hi Abby hello how are you um, Abby so how are you I'm gonna talk <laughs> so my accent is from a little well a, in a beautiful city called Durham northern England so but I've been in Australia for about 20 years now can you believe so now I've got a bit of a twang um but if you can't understand me I'll talk a bit slowly I think today <laughs> we like but, yeah
0: Abby's
1: <laughs> I <laughs> know
0: it's always fun
1: yeah. So yeah, so thank you very much for inviting me on here. And um, yeah, it's always lovely to connect with people. And I've listened to your podcasts from your one up until the last episode. And they're amazing women. And I was just like, wow, there's just such incredible inspirational women and just incredible, strong, go getter women that you've been surrounded by. It's it's I'm so proud of you, Michelle, for thank you. doing it. You're excellent at doing this. This is your... I reckon your purpose, you know, because you're such a good connector for people. You connect a lot of people and doing this, you know, it's just spreading love and positivity around the world. And um, I feel a privilege to be in your circle. Um, And I would say you're one of my best mates. Definitely. You're up there as the top three. I
0: love it. I I have an amazing friendship where we're living on the opposite sides of Brisbane. And we might not see each other for six, eight months or maybe, I think it might have even been a year at one stage. But oh, yeah, yeah. every time we meet, we like um, get back to like we, what's that saying? Like you never left.
1: No, that's right. Yeah. And it's like, we I find for me anyway, and I know for you, we can. there's just no judgment and you can be completely yourself and just, you can even have like silly arguments and, but you just like sisters in a way and you just laugh and you just silly and you can be completely your authentic self, and I think in life, to me, I probably can only count maybe three to four women that I've had that in my life, and that is just. If that, I'm so lucky, you know, I've got a lot of friends and a lot of acquaintances, but that real connection is extremely hard to find. And I think if you get it, it's just it's brilliant because yeah. you can always I can always ring you and just you know talk whatever. And you just come out from that conversation with something, you know, some advice, a positive energy. And I just love how, you know, you don't get many people in life that are yes people, do you find?
0: Yes. Yes. You know what I mean?
1: Yes. Yeah, but, you know, you get, this is the people that I'm trying to avoid at the moment, is the yeah buts.
0: Buts, yeah.
1: There's a lot of them. Oh, do you fancy going for a walk? Yeah, but I've got to work in an hour. Yeah, but I've got to get the kids. Yeah, but you know, cleaning the house, you know, instead of going, yeah, sounds good. I'll be there in two minutes. You're that type of person. And I am too. I'm going to take that, that yeah, but that yeah, but it's Abby's. yeah, (laughs) Yeah. But you want to avoid that. And, you know, I always say, yeah, but what?
0: Yeah. I love that.
1: And, um, you know, when people want to lose weight, for example, it's, okay, you know, you've got to, you know, maybe go to the gym, you know, get up in the morning, set your alarm a bit an hour early, get your half an hour in. Yeah, but, you know, the, you know, this or I've got to, you know, sort the kids' pack lunches out and it's just hectic. Yeah, but, yeah, but, you know, and I'm sort of like, right. You know, it's just a bad habit probably for a lot of people, probably done it for years. So um, my philosophy in life, and it
0: has been for a long time,
1: it's just say yes.
0: Yeah, I'm of a very much the same opinion. Definitely.
1: Focus on the yes. solution,
0: not the problem.
1: And just yes. say yes. Because, And that leads me into how we met. Um, <laughs> because, well, do you want to hear a bit of how I came to Australia? Yes. What, what do you want to do? Oh, well, we'll just go on how I met first because that's quite funny. Okay. So I moved into um, Michelle's street, Horton Place, is it right? Just around the corner, Forest Lake, baby. Forest Lake, and that was our first home. And we were very young; I was only twenty-one or something, and just had a couple of dogs. And we were like, you know, knew absolutely no one, literally, in Australia. Yep. So my husband, my husband's know. a Kiwi yep. as well, but we weren't married at then. So, but real dog people, and we went for a walk, and I saw this chick who she had just like short, bobbed, blonde hair just In the street chatting to people, and she went, Hello, who are you? And I went, I'm Abby, who are you? She went, I'm Michelle, where are you from? And I went, Around the corner, She like, No, where are you from? And I said, oh, I'm from England, blah, blah blah And she's like, Oh, you should come and meet us, blah, blah blah And I said, What do you do? What do you do for a living? She went, Oh, I'm a public servant. Guys, <laughs> oh, is that what I said? I'm yeah. a public servant. Oh, you said something about in a secretary or something. I didn't think you let on that you're in the police. Um, then. And that's when you were with your ex at the time. And then we came and we're like, come on for a barbie. And you know what? Like, I just felt, oh my God. And I'm sure I'm not the only woman that you've done this to. Cause I think Kim from Canada had probably said the same. Um, when you're new to a country in, in Australia and you're 21, you're a baby. And you've, you know, I was riddled with anxiety and nerves and like felt completely out of my skin. I felt like I was living in a 40 year old's body. And- wow. You know but I, I wasn't really I didn't know what I was doing I just went for it and just took a risk and started a life here We'll get to that and just the power of hello which is hashtag Oprah and oh, you, I didn't know yeah that. well that Oprah's in a podcast on that or some interview oh. and it's yeah and it's so so true and the power of hello then had this huge ripple effect. And that's benefited both of us in Mm -hmm. our friendships over the years. And I said, imagine if you just didn't say hello, lots of all this amazing stuff wouldn't have happened. And how important it is, I think, learning from that and moving forward is just say hello. And you you just some amazing friendships, life experiences, uh, business opportunities can come up from that one word. Um, and I remember I took that word. because so I listened to Oprah about the power of her below. And I went down the dog park one day and I just said, you know what? I'm just going to say hello. And I said hello to this woman, my friend, Beck, that you've met. Yes. And we're, re- you know, we've been friends for like four years. And she's like, oh, my God, I'm so shy and so introverted. I wouldn't have said hello. Thank you so much. And we've developed a really good friendship from this. Our kids play together. And I'm like, you know what, people? Everyone is chasing a connection. Yes. we're such a disconnected world but yet we're so connected but the human race needs that tribe needs that community so I want to thank you because it made live that first year in Australia so much easier and that's how we met and just a random hello in the street who are you who are you it's been a it tw- 20, 20 years so it's been 20, 20 years, years. Yeah, twenty year friendship, and come to my wedding, and blah blah blah.
0: And the, yeah. and the and the and the power of yes, like Abby did. The power of yes, yeah. No,
1: I could have said, oh, no. do you want you?" I
0: think you invited me to a bloody. Oh,
1: there was. Oh, should I swear? Alcohol. Sorry. That's okay. In your pie, And your party, but in your cloths or something, because you were always doing things like that, and I went to it. And I bought like two hundred dollars worth of cloths, and Mike went mad at us in the back.
0: <laughs> on oh, Norwex, probably one of those Norwex parties, something like that. Something yeah, well, like actually. Yeah,
1: anyway, so... but you know, it was just that connection. I've met people through that, and it was just made it's made life a lot easier, and I've just felt a lot more safe and at home. And um, and it's just, um, and I've took that philosophy on. I'm always a one to say hello to people, um, and it, it works. It
0: really does. Yeah. you know it's it is so powerful it's and so I actually, simple I actually forget I do it quite naturally all the time I, I yeah. constantly do it to people but I forget but it changes people's lives because it is it's the power of connection yeah. and most of the people that are walking around are scared and nervous and anxious and you don't know their story I didn't know you just moved from England I didn't know that you didn't know anyone you just look yeah. like a cool person that I wanted to hang out with yeah. Pretty much. <laughs> yeah we had some oh, crazy parties at your house. Friends. So coming into Australia, how did you end up here? Like, oh, I well, like- well, if I want to touch on like, you know, you touched on manifestation at the
1: beginning, but um, I've always been a real, I'm a visual person. I've always visualised in my head and it went from being at school. I've never, in, in the UK, I've never felt I belonged. I don't know if you've ever had that feeling, Yeah. but I've never felt I was, like when you moved to Cairns, you just felt. Ah, uh, yeah. Right. So I had that whole my whole life, and in in the UK, I just felt oh, I just wasn't meant Stop. to be here. I felt anxious to be at school. I hated school. Um, I just didn't fit in. I just didn't belong, and I just couldn't wait to get out. And I always felt like Australia was my home for some reason. Um, probably because I watched Neighbours all the time. <laughs> I was obsessed anyway um but yeah growing up, my parents divorced when I was seven and it was really toxic, but it was good in the in the long run but completely toxic um probably be made like I've felt like you know how you say you, you have an anchor yes, your home is your anchor yes. so you can travel all around the world, but then you go back to your anchor because that's your safe place your home I've never felt like I've got that anchor mm ever um and maybe it was something to do with parents splitting up i don't know or just it was just chaotic and my mom bless her she did her absolute best and she was an, well she is an amazing mom very strong woman um but yeah from the age of like 13 14 i was just obsessed with fitness i was i had all the magazines i had weights in my room i watched gladiators i was like i want to be a gladiator that's what i want to be and I was just completely obsessed, and I just visualized this, you know, fitness body and teaching aerobics. So when I was, I think, fifteen, I got paid for my own, got qualified in fitness, and I worked, and I got a job in the local gym, and it was called Abbey Abbey Future Fitness. Oh, was and it called Abbey Future Fitness? A, Good morning, Abbey Future Fitness. This is Abbey. And I was like, yeah, I own it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, it was on Abbey Road. That's funny. <laughs> I used to pretend I owned it. I was like 15. I could believe um, that. And then I taught circuit training aerobics, the whole leotard deal at the lot. But when I was 14, I remember my career advisor at school and I was rubbish at school. I just, I'm riddled with ADHD. Really? I just looked out the window, just messed about basically. Naughty, messed about, waste of time. Because I knew what I wanted to do. I was like, what is the point in t- learning maths and science? I want to be... I want to be a fitness instructor. What is the point? So, of course, I aced PE, but the rest, forget it. Anyway, the careers advisor, what do you want to do, Abby, when you, you know, leave school? I want to be a fitness instructor on a cruise ship. And then when I'm 21, I'm going to live in Australia with a nice house, a pool and a boat. That's exactly (laughs) what I said at 14. And that's what I've got yeah so and I just knew I just visualized it I wanted to be a fitness instructor on a cruise ship travel world and when I'm 21 I want to live in Australia near the beach I want to have I had it all but I felt it you know it was there I was living it I was felt the sand in my feet I felt the hot weather I just just what I don't know watching neighbors maybe just it just looked like your dream life
0: watching neighbors
1: I know it's a lot of people must, must say that but just the freedom. I just felt like that this, the freedom of Australia, chance to start new, it just seemed like a land of opportunity, and it certainly is. It has been. So, long story short, got a job on a cruise ship. Oh, Abby, you're 19 years old. You've got a job on a cruise ship. You're on a world cruise. Wow. You go into 50 countries in eight months. And I was like, what? 19 years old, going around the world on a cruise ship as a fitness director. I was just it worked the visualization works because my, my, it was my whole focus so yeah just did that for a couple of years and then met um Mike who's a he was he's my husband now Kiwi photographer he took my picture when I walked on in Athens I thought who's this hot he did well, he's only human
0: oh you know what not mean?
1: Human. <laughs> okay, right. and then you know long story short got engaged very quickly and I rang my mum and I said Mum guess what I've met someone he's called Mike he's from New Zealand and he looks like Brad from Neighbours <laughs> if you remember Brad from
0: Neighbours I don't know someone might long blonde hair sur- someone dude. will know Brad from Neighbours yeah and
1: I said and he's gonna live with us is that okay she went what she's like okay <laughs> she had no choice so yeah, I came to live with this and we did a lot of traveling and then we did another contract. We did six months in the Caribbean, you know, Barbados, St. Lucia, Puerto Rico. It was, you know, really looking at the COVID climate now. So we were just talking about it the other night, how amazingly blessed we are to have seen the world, yeah. how we did it, because I don't know if that's going to ever happen again. And then we left and we were like, well, what are we going to do? We had a bit of money saved up because it was tax-free on the cruise ship. And wow. it, back back then, well, all your food accommodations paid for, yep. and you got tips all the time. So I remember this one guy, I, was, I showed him a sit-up on Christmas Day because I was working Christmas Day on the cruise ships, and he was Jewish, so he was doing sit-ups because <laughs> he doesn't celebrate Christmas. He goes, hey, Abby, here's
0: $100. Forgive me, show me a sit-up. I'm like, oh, my God. Crazy. Merry Christmas, <laughs> Abby. I think he probably wanted more than a sit-up by the sound. I know, of- maybe. <laughs> oh, Not,
1: but, yeah, we had US dollars and it was three to one for Australian wow. back then. Yep. So, 10000 30000 So Wow. Yeah, I said, you know what? I've always wanted to live in Australia. But we'd been around New Zealand. I liked New Zealand. And I think it's stunning. Probably my favourite country in the whole world, to be honest. But I felt a little bit isolated and I felt weather and I thought you know what if I'm going to make a life change I want a complete life change from England because it felt like England a bit yeah but back in the 70s maybe it was very you know simple life and uh I said like right, let's live in Australia let's go for it just do it so we got a one-way ticket and landed in Perth I think we had ten thousand dollars or something and we just sort of backpacked around Australia did cairns out of the springs and um, melbourne landed in brisbane and we're like you know what quite like this place quite hot nice not too big not too expensive let's just give it a go and we were like let's yeah. do it and then the rest is history so it was just that having that no fear i think back then when you're in your 20s and you just didn't have a fear because there was nothing to lose really you were like what's the worst can happen go back that's right go back on the cruise ships just give it a go and and i remember and i remember i got something of my uncle once he said because he was like um and it always stuck with me actually he's very intelligent he worked for boeing doing like um, a helicopter engineer or something And he was out of work and he just drove taxis and goes, look, you just do whatever it takes just to get ahead. Just suck it up. So we just did whatever it took. I think I did telemarketing, which I absolutely hated beyond hate. But I had that mindset of my uncle, you know, like that positive attitude, like, you know, like just do what it takes. It's paying the bills. We're just going to step by step, get ahead, get ahead. What sort of car
0: did you have, Abby? Oh, oh, (laughs) do you remember that? She had like, Scooby Doo. Massive! <laughs> I do not even know what it was. It, it felt was like a Ford? A, oh my god! I don't know. It was ma- it was so big and it had like <sighs> no power steering. It was like a tank. It was like a Ford Falcon. Like it was literally about ten meters long. Yes, <laughs> it felt like a hearse or something. And she'd drive around and she'd like she'd run out the wheelie burns and and like, <laughs> no, no dents on the car. You know what? You're a cop. You might arrest me. But I used to drive on license. How dodgy is that? Dodgy, Abby. Don't I know, you. and I
1: remember driving in um, our estate and I looked down and I knocked all these wheelie pins over
0: because it was like massive and I just drove off. <laughs> well, it was just amazing. I, yeah, think, so- um,
1: I think Mike got it for $400 and I think we sold it for a carton of beer.
0: <laughs> it got you, and you did, you did what you had to do. You know what?
1: Because, you I know, like we're that. not materialistic. We're like, you know what? Guess from a to b did that and Mike was doing car sales, which he hated. But we were pretty qualified people. And I was just like, I was actually really inside in turmoil because I wasn't on purpose. I wasn't in fitness industry. And I think because my qualifications weren't really recognized in Australia. You remember the uh, so bodybuilding I couldn't competition? Even, yeah. And I couldn't even get a job like doing fitness and stuff. And it was all gym instructor, which is low, uh, like below my sort of skill set, just walking the gym floor. Yeah. And I just felt like my confidence got ripped out of me. So I actually took a bit of a break from fitness for a while, which was a mistake, um, but a learning curve. On the same token, but yeah. So, but yeah, we've done very, very well. Australia has been absolutely amazing, but it's we haven't had any handouts from anyone, no loans. We did get first home buy grant, which is great. No, anyway, yeah, no, yeah, just... we've done, we've had never been on. We we've just worked our butt off, and we've done things we didn't really like. Um, not to be get the material things, but to get the freedom. Yeah, you know, like now. get the life that's worth living, and just get that balance right, and to live with passion, live with purpose,
0: um, and yeah, life, isn't it? And it I'll is just, life. I will just saying that that competition you entered when you first got here into Australia, and you said to me, "I am going to enter this competition, and I'm going to win it," and it was like some cash um oh yeah body for life yeah i'm gonna do it i'm gonna do it michelle oh, i forgot right about that I mean, yeah and she's like eating bloody at the time remember tuna and noodles and Oh mate. And i didn't know her. i was like okay and you have always placed, been into that didn't you place What's yeah it? i got five hundred bucks or something you actually well, got you it. know
1: what can you remember i was the one that got you into fitness because you yeah. were not into yeah. it don't tell me that. No, you weren't. That's you weren't time. into fitness. I wasn't at all. You never even stepped in a gym. And I worked at Zest Health Clubs at the time, which is now yes, Good Life. That's exactly At right. Brown's Plains. And um, I've got a membership consultant job there, which was what I could get at the time. But I was looking at the PTs with Envy and the group fitness instructors with Envy. But it was about $4,000 to get requalified for the oh, Australian no. qualification.
0: Yeah.
1: So it was just, just didn't do it then. Anyway. But then yeah, I remember you came to one of the body combat classes body attack attacks. and I had never seen
0: you I was terrified. And you're like, come on, let's do it. And you I You were then terrified. And I, I got addicted. You got me addicted. Like you did. It. And, and like, now that's to me, the power of
1: hello. It's a,
0: yeah. it's a two-way
1: street ripple effect. Yeah. And the positive things that you've got from fitness and health. Yeah. And, and I've passed it, that on to other people. Yep. Yeah, it's
0: it's just pay it forward that's all it is amazing and then and moved in across the road and she just happened to be an aerobics instructor as well yeah in Canada so I was like oh yeah I love the gym yeah 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 so then we connected because of that and then exactly it's just all meant to be so it is
1: I think it's the universe and just instinctual you know I don't know about you but I'm extremely intuitive and I think I need to like learn more about that about myself and maybe tap into it a bit more but I physically get feelings when I'm around people like I'll, my heart will race I'll get anxious if it's a bad energy or like I feel people and I can read people um you know I just I just can feel everyone's energy good and bad mm. um and sometimes I, I fought it and I was like you know what I'm just being a bitch I'm just judging I should just live and let it live but it always turns out to be true in the end yeah, so yeah. I've gone you know what I've learned to really listen to your gut and your intuition when you when you meet someone or you're in a job or you're in a, a course or a career or a relationship you, you got your instinct your body will tell you mm. so talking about that as well which I want to talk about um when you're not in the right alignment and purpose in life how it manifests into your body mm-hmm. as well so when I was in we moved to Yapoon so Mike got into the police this is why we met you because you gave him a reference you oh, no. he got into the police and yeah that's and he saved several people's lives and it's like wow if you really think about yeah the that, ripple
0: effect is amazing. oh my
1: god like he saved people's lives oh I'm
0: yeah I know you
1: and- know what I mean so it's like if we never met Michelle and she never and I was in Talked the about the police, and, and he said, "Oh, got us ra- you know who knows?" Yeah, and who then, knows, Abby,
0: but- I just remember you saying, oh, "I'm going to move to the beach," and I was like, "Okay."
1: Yeah, was so yeah, there. I've always visualized living at the beach. So Mike got a posting to Rockhampton. I'm like, I'm not living there, nowhere. We literally drove through, and we went to Yarrapun, which is I don't know if you've ever been, but you've been. It's beautiful, isn't it? It's like twenty thousand people, Capricorn Coast. It's pretty hot, um. But again, there was like there was no. Fitness industry there it's a little tiny little community gym sort of yeah. thing. I was like, oh, here we go again. Still not in my passion. Still not in my purpose. So I think I got a job at Harvey Norman's or something selling computers. I had no idea what I was talking about. I just, I'm a good blagger. I just tend to sell myself very easily.
0: Yes. Yeah, but I think to an Eskimo. Yeah. I know. Yeah.
1: I think I just talked. I just pretended I knew all about computers. I have knew nothing, but I was just like, I had that, my uncle, my uncle Russ saying, you just do what it takes. And I remember he was like an electrical engineer driving taxis. I went, you know what, if he does that, I'll do that. It sucks, but it will have a ripple effect. and I'll get on, something will happen. So I did that. But because I wasn't in, in alignment passion and purpose, I was in a new place, basically, knew no one again. Small towns are very clicky, you know, um and I was in a job that was definitely out of alignment with my values and passion and it manifested itself I remember driving home and I saw this rash on my cheek like mm-hmm. a really big like eczema sort of bump I've had eczema on my hands like you mm-hmm. that sort of contact dermatitis and then over about two two or three weeks it looked like I'd been in a fire like my whole face was like red raw peeling um and after about and it went on and I was doing cortisol cream, you know, like purple, like cream after cream. I spent an absolute fortune and my face was just peeling and red and inflamed down to my neck. I had no idea. I, it was driving me crazy, sent me into a really dark depression, actually. Mm. But. I couldn't hide away, I had to just continue working um, and then. I was just thinking, oh, it's something I've eaten. It's just, you know, uh, allergy testing, blah, 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 blah. Not once did I think about the emotional stress component of it all. Mm-hmm. I was thinking the medical, you know, putting the steroid cream, yes. putting the bandage on. But back then it wasn't really talked about the holistic no. lifestyle. It, it was mean? all, nah, not not at all. It was, oh, it must be medical, must be medical. Spent a fortune, dermatitis. Anyway it still was there still was there then I got a job in real estate still you know quite enjoyed that autonomy and I was quite successful but I'm still not in alignment still not passion still not purpose and my skin kept breaking out every so often there like here and there and then my eyebrows fell out yeah and I still wasn't listening to my body my hair came out alopecia patches after patches and I was miserable absolutely miserable this went on I reckon my skin went on for about four years wow and then I just tried absolutely everything you know quitting sugar was a big thing because I was a bit of a sugar sugar um, eater I think that was an emotional thing because when you know hormonal thing um and then as soon as I went into back into the fitness industry and back into teaching classes and connecting with people and helping people my skin has never, ever, ever been better, has it?
0: That's, yeah, your skin's amazing now.
1: Yeah. And, yeah,
0: just everyone
1: compliments. Oh, your skin, you know, beautiful, beautiful. I went, you should have seen it before. Mm. Um, Why did you have that? I went, you know what? It was stress, mm. I think. It was stress because you weren't in alignment. Stress, you weren't on purpose. Stress, you were because you were intuitive. You weren't in your... Yeah. purpose not living yeah so it really manifests into that and um from that I I swore I will never ever ever do something for money first of all yeah I will do something for passion and purpose and that I love and I've been in the fitness industry back in the fitness industry it's all I've, I've always it's always coming back full circle I'm like I'm always coming sort of in and out but I've been in solidly now oh, yeah. for, since 2017 again yes and we moved back to Brisbane for a fresh start and tell
0: us that story what Abby, story Abby's got so many funny stories to tell you
1: she oh went, yeah and
0: it's I laugh because now I've learned when she says that something's going to happen I should just say yeah I know but this time she's like so we're coming down to Brisbane and I'm going to get this house and it's on this tv show and it's on a it's being the house that." Jack- oh. Yeah. And I was, oh, well, hell, I'm going to bid on it. We're going to get it. I'm like, Abby, this is going to be like it's a TV show. She's like, what's well, this?
1: Talk about manifestation.
0: Because I'm
1: thinking like overconfident. I've always been. Yes. I've, this is what I do, right? I'm a bit, well, I am ADHD, self diagnosed. But I think that's a good thing, right? Because yes. that's yes. me. That's my personality. So I always think of the end result and I don't think of any detail. I love that. Ever, ever. And I think, you know what? that's the good thing Mike's like step-by-step step detail so we'll sort of complement each other but I'm like nah this is what we're going to get we're going to be here this is what we're going to do and just forget about the detail we'll get there and and I think that's done me in really good stead and you know I always think of the end like when I did the body sculpting it was the yes. end it was the oh, end it was the final too. it was the final so that's a good thing and so I'm teaching, teaching that to the kids as well. Anyway, so, anyway, ADHD back again. So, <laughs> move from your parent to Brizzy. And I'm like, Michelle, guess what? I'm coming back. Because we'd lost touch a bit, but not really. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but back then, there was no, like, this time and everything. It was just texting and emails. And um, I said, and Mike said, I'm not moving to Brisbane unless I'm in the water place. Because, you know, the accident. And I said, right, we'll visualize it. So he did. And he visualized on the boat and he visualized getting the phone call. And I was teaching him how to do that. And yeah, he got the job and it worked. And he was really put it out there. And I nearly, he's not very spiritual, as you know, but I nearly got him convinced about visualizing. And I think he did. So we moved down here and we sold our house to Yipoon. And I went, you know what? I'd love a house. I'd love a house, you know, like a modern Queenslander with a timber deck um on a pool definitely and you know timber floors I love timber floors and I did visualize that and then we were driving around came into this house that I'm in now and I was like this is it tick 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 the timber floors the timber deck the modern Queenslander the big block the park down the road for the dogs every I was like what this is exactly what I wanted so it was going to auction, no reserve auction, because it was going to the it was children's charity. It was on TV. It was on like 12 o'clock on Sunday or something, Jack of all trades. Um, just some like, you know, little show. And it was basically find the best trades person in Australia and all the money went to the Marder Children's Hospital. It was no reserve auction. I went, you know what? It's in our budget and we're gonna get it. And that's it. And Mike's like, oh, you know, just chill out, man. It's you know, it might not he's a real Debbie Downer at times he's not <laughs> nowhere near my level hey I'm like next level she is. Um, next. I, and I visualized me literally in the back garden I was like right that's where the pool's gonna be and I visualized you know oh well, I'll put the couch there and yep yep and it was just everything about my body it was like yes this is it and I knew it I was just mm-hmm. overconfident turned up to auction and I was like eight hey, my, my lucky number it's infinity. Oh, you had the paddle eight, yeah. Oh, yeah, gotta have eight, therefore, because I'm born on eight, ten, eighty, so I'm just eight, eight, eight person, and I'm seven, two, seven, seven. Yeah, there you go. and uh, 550 was our budget, it went to 550, and I'm like, going once, going twice, and then I was like, and then this someone put their paddle up at 555. I'm like, oh my god, and I was like, just do it, Abby, just do it. I'm having this house and then I went right and I went all in I went 570. Do Don't you know Did how you? I got the 20, 20 grand? I We didn't have the 20 grand. I was like and, and he's like all right you can have it you young people. Just this block at the back. And I was like go and we got it. Long story wow. short. Yeah so Amazing. it really the power of visualization is so true and so strong. Um, and we ended up actually because you know when you move with the police you get Like depreciation and Mm -hmm. stamp duty back. We ended up getting twenty grand back. Exactly. Did of course. Exactly. I was like, it's fine. We'll get that twenty grand. It'll be
0: fine. And they did. We got it within a couple of months. Yeah. So that's amazing. And she's got one last story for you about visual. Oh my god. One is my favorite, like by far. So Abby moves down and um, gets pregnant with her firstborn, Ethan.
1: Yeah. Visualize that too.
0: Yep. And yeah. then has the baby and then she's, I think you're still pregnant and you says to me, oh this Oh, God, i got massive. Do you remember me? I was yeah, she's like. pretty big. She goes, I'm just going to let it. That's right. You said, I'm going to let it all out and then I'm going to do a bodybuilding competition and I'm going to have a photo of me with this magazine in the hospital when I'm really fat and then I'm going to lose all of weight <laughs> and I'm going to win this bodybuilding competition and then I'm going to be in the cover and the centrefold of the Oxygen magazine. And by this stage, I was like, I know you will, Abby. <laughs> so tell yeah. us tell us then how that's that- funny that's exactly yeah
1: me. yeah so I was PT at the time and I thought you know what I'll have a baby let's do it now two months later pregnant anyway and we'll have a boy and it looked like Mike blonde hair blue eyed. exactly I don't know whether I'm a bit psychic maybe I am but I got massive I was like for all those years of watching what I eat and dieting I went you know what if I want to eat anything I want this is the time to do it baby and I'm like cheesecake and oh my god disgusted actually what I did but anyway so I was in the hospital Ethan was about one month old no like just born one hour old yeah one hour (laughs) old. anyway and I was like you know what this is what I'm gonna do and I was like I visualized it. I went, I'm going to be in a body sculpture competition and I'm going to win. In I'm going to do, give myself. And I knew Ethan was born in the August and I knew there was a comp in the May because I kind of like followed it. And there was a few people in the gym that I knew did it. I was like, I knew there's a comp in May in Brisbane. I said, you know what? Can I lose 30 kilos and 30%, no, 30% body fat by May? And I was counting, okay, that's about five, six, about eight months. Ah, definitely. I'm in. So I had the Oxygen magazine in front of me, which is one of my favorite magazines. And I was just, I visualized being in that magazine on the cover or in it. And I said to me, mum, mum, take a picture of this magazine because I'm going to be in it. And I'm going to be in a body sculpting competition. And then we can take a picture of this me me holding the magazine. (laughs) And she went, right, I'll do it. So, yeah. And uh, yeah, so whether looking back now, I think I had post not post traumatic stress postnatal both
0: yes because
1: um, I don't regret it like what I did, yeah. but I had this I think I had this huge grief of who uh,
0: your identity Abby
1: was I was this fitness great body fit PT and finally on alignment finally on purpose living my best life successful to this stay-at-home mom that was overweight and just not in the fitness, not in alignment. And because I got pregnant so quick, I don't think I was really like ready, ready. Anyway, because I was grieving myself, now I reflect back, I was absolutely on focus. I had May the 16th body sculpting competition, INBBA at Brisbane Sleeman Centre in my focus. I was like, I am there. I'm on stage. I'm winning. I get a trophy. I am 8% body fat. I am looking oh. awesome. And I spent a bit, I think it was spent about three or four grand because I didn't want to leave Ethan. I wanted to be with him. I didn't want to put him in the gym fresh. And I had, I think I had like social anxiety. I sort of became a recluse because I didn't want to go back into a, where I used to work, being overweight. And at this stage, I think I was 90 kilos and I just thought, you know what? It was, I think it was December 1st or something. I stepped on that treadmill. I'm like, this is it. I'm doing it. And I just focused, focused. And I did two hours training every single day from December till May. Um, I did an hour, like, treadmill every day. Like, that low heart rate, fat burn. I did hour weights every single day. Weighed, measured everything wrote everything down literally obsessed you yeah. know but this is what you you got to do and I think you had this I don't know where I got my energy from coupled with looking after a baby sleepless nights but I had this absolute goal um and just my body weight was coming down body fat coming down but if and it got to like April April and I was like people like Oh my god, are you okay? I didn't look very well. I was so thin. Yes. Uh, but you had to be that lean. Um, and I did it and I got to like eight percent body fat. I think I was 61, 60 62 kilos on stage from 93. Mm-hmm. And I went in and Michelle came and I said, Can you be can you be my support person and put fake out on me? <laughs> that bloody. So cat. she came and supported me and so sort did of Die, I think. Yes. Um and I was just, oh my God, I was euphoric. I was so proud of myself. And I'm a show off by heart. I like to show off. Yes. I'm a bit of like, look at me, look at me, all about me. I'm a bit of a performer and quite out there extrovert. So it doesn't bother me like getting up on stage in front of people. I like I thrive on that. Yes. Like attention. So I remember just like in the backstage doing my arm pumps and I looked, I looked pretty awesome. I was so proud of myself. I was ripped and I did it and I got on and doing all these poses and all that hard work I just couldn't believe it I'm like I, I did it I did it all that hard work and uh yeah I think I placed you got you did place so I, I got think? third I got yeah. third out of about 40 women yeah.
0: First I, oh
1: my god I was stoked and I was so happy and then um after that, I got a call from the editor of Oxygen magazine, Lindy <laughs> Olson. I was like, oh, my God, oh, my God. She went, come for a photo shoot in the head office. We'd love to see your pictures and all of that. And we went, I went, I was like, oh, my God, this is happening. This is my vision. And I was like, this really works because I was right. I was into The Secret and I would saw The Secret when that came out. And I was, and I really, I need to watch that again because I think it definitely works. And I think we, got, we stopped doing it because we're busy mums. But I think if you, you know, slow down a bit and start visualizing, it's so powerful. It really works. I was like, Mike, this is just amazing. And you were like, oh, my God, this is amazing. Did you really visualize this? I went, yes. And I showed you the picture of me yes. in the hospital bed with the magazine. You went, yes. Oh, my God. And you were so happy for me. You were such oh, a supportive friend. Nice. Like, that's what I love about you. You've never had any, like... Envy or jealousy, you know, like you're such a support because you're you're happy with who you are and confident Mm -hmm. with you, Mm -hmm. and you've always been happy. Yeah, for like other people, it's great. It's that yeah, because you're a great person. Anyway, so I went down there and I had Ethan in my hands, and I'm like, he's you know he's nine months old, and look at me, look at me, he's only nine months old. Look what I could do. (laughs) Like
0: anything is possible, anything. And she didn't just get the front cover. You got the front cover. I was in the mag, I think yeah. No, don't play this down, Abby Kate. Whatever.
1: Anyway. Okay, can I just clarify? I didn't get the front no, I didn't get the phone cover. You sure?
0: No, I didn't. Yeah, no. She got the four-page middle spread. I know I remember four-page. Oh, pages.
1: that's right. Yeah. 4 middle spread. Yes, yes, yes. I've still got it. it. I've laminated it.
0: Yeah, so we're going to get a picture <laughs> of that on our uh, Facebook group. Thanks oh, yes, me. I did. So, that's I did. right.
1: I'll have to dig that out. Dig it
0: out. Time to Shine Facebook group. We're going to put it up. And I've
1: still there. got the DVD of me posing. And it's just such a proud moment because I I want to show when, – when I'm 80 or 90, I want to, hey, hey, grandchildren, look what your granny did. Look at me. <laughs> And you know what, Michelle, I'm thinking I might do it again. I'm not sure. Might no, no but it. you're like, no.
0: No, I but, had to, I, no, we had an incident. We won't do that yeah. again. I no, took her to a that. competition and then we were driving home and she had and some hyperglycemia hyperglycemia hyperglycemic. epileptic no,
1: hyperglycemic shock yeah. or something. because Something. She hadn't eaten enough. I start, yeah, I was literally on broccoli and chicken. Then I was like, Never. I finished. I finished. Let's
0: eat some cake. (laughs) Great banana bread. And I said you were never doing this again. Because it's not, I don't think, I know you've you you had your goals and you absolutely achieved them. And I think it's absolutely amazing. Um, but was it my question for you, and I don't know if this is true or not, but was it did it completely fulfill you or were you trying to feel something that was missing? Um, I just it was
1: just I had to do it. Yeah, you know it was one thing in life it was a bucket list thing I had to do it and you know what I say I'll do it again but not that sort of category it'd be like a fit a fitness one like a healthy body one and because I want to be a positive role model to Lucy um my daughter um but you know never honestly I would never do it again I wouldn't discourage anyone to do it it's uh, it's extreme on the body it's it's i mean it's a great achievement it's a great job but um and i think looking back now as i'm a mum as well matured up a bit it's not a great message to send to, to women to judge get a first second place trophy for your body yeah and i know you're judging on symmetry and muscularity and mm. um, but I think those sort of comps maybe are dying out a bit. And I saw the other day a lady in a fit in a bikini model competition. She was sort of size 14 to 16 and she wouldn't. And I thought, oh, it's finally know. changing. Yeah, that's good. Um, okay. but I don't rely on that to make, you know, it's like it was an ego-driven thing before. Yeah. Because I was so I was, I didn't want to let go of Abby kit abbey fitness, Abby yeah. pt, and I was just, I, I don't want to be a just an average mom and fat and frumpy I want to be and I was just I was torn I was like i fitness and I'm then I'm the mom and I wanted to be both but I was just I think that's what I was fighting and then finally after the comp finished it took me a few months to settle down I then reflected I went you know what that was an amazing goal I'm so thankful to it and I definitely really helped grow my business as well um, because I specialize in women's weight loss and women's weight training and body transformation, um, but I've learned just to love your body, who you are, and stay in alignment, and don't care what other people think. And you don't need a trophy yeah, such to a make much- you to make you feel happy. But I've totally uh, I've learned so much from it, yeah. and I've learned to treat your body really well. Like starving it is not the key. And from that, I did get um, probably IBS, a bit of leaky gut. Um, I developed probably a binge eating disorder for about three, four months after that. It took me a while to get my head around, oh, it's fruit is so bad. Fruit is really bad. Mm. You can't eat fruit. And counting every calorie, every calorie, it took me a while. And it messed with your head. And I think anything extreme, whether it's CrossFit or – Running, um, it's not good. You've got to live a balanced, holistic lifestyle. And it's so refreshing now just to be a bit more gentler on the body. And I think you get better results, I think, with more rest time, more intuitive training now. But I wouldn't, I wouldn't recommend it to any female. Um, but I would recommend visualisation goal setting and having the end in mind never think of the I know I don't think of the journey I I never have I always think of the end yeah I'm not a detailed person at all it's all about the visual end and everything that you apply that to in my life certainly has come to fruition Mm -hmm. everything hasn't it
0: it has. And it's as you said before at the start when we first started speaking, it's about the feeling. You felt the sand. You felt the warmth of the sun. You know, it's not just visual. You're using all your senses.
1: Everything, yeah, you, you smell your sight and it's the emotion and, mm. like, you've really got to have that detailed. You've got to be living in it there and then. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, I think some people either got it or they don't. Like, it depends on your personality. Mm-hmm. Or who you're surrounded with, you know. If you're surrounded by glasses half empty people, it's never gonna happen. Yeah, the yes. But so that, yeah, but people, and you know, I'm married to a yeah, but drives but me nuts. Drives me nuts. So I try and get it out of him, and I do. I always win.
0: <laughs> That's good. Oh, and I'm like, I yeah,
1: it. but what? Yeah, but what? But yeah, moving forward, I think. Um, you know I was like with this when I was on this podcast I don't really have a lot to say but I was like you know what I got a pretty interesting life I was only 20 when I moved to Australia on my own with a backpack with five thousand pounds and you know now married with two beautiful children got my home fitness going on got a beautiful home you know Australia has been very amazing for us it's been the best decision ever um it's Get an incredible ever. country and You know, how could you not be happy living here? Did you get the boat? Oh, we got the boat, yeah. Of course you got the boat. So, yeah, but now I've, you know, been a mum, I suppose. You lose that. You're you're very, just get each day done. Mm -hmm. And you've got to really take time out and force yourself to keep, you know, progress happening and visualising and... um. Because time, as you know, just just flies by. Um, but I always said, no matter what, just don't even. You never, ever, ever should do anything for money. You, which when I did, my body just screamed.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But because I was just doing things for money, uh, which, you, and then if, if you go for more passion and purpose and alignment and happiness, the money will follow anyway
0: it always does and your
1: body your body will follow
0: yeah
1: um, and that's the most important thing your health by far about 100 health health is wealth you know yeah. um
0: yeah you oh. haven't really asked me lots of questions i'm just a, i'm a bit of a talker hey? that's the whole point of these i'm not meant. To ask <laughs> i'm not meant to ask questions because people still oh, okay. tell themselves like that's the beauty of it your story is what people want to hear the inspiration they don't it just flows, and I don't ask any questions. I don't have anything written down ever, because people tell their story. Yeah, it, it goes where it's meant to go. And and I had a few things that I make. I wanted to make sure everyone heard about, like which we covered. So you know your bodybuilding competition and how you manifested getting here and all that. Like it's just a truly inspirational story. Like even yeah. I, I, I know the listeners will feel how I feel when I leave Abby. Always walk out of her house with a little pep in my step, grinning my little head off, thinking, oh, that's why we're friends. I. I know every time we meet oh that's why we're friends like
1: yeah there's always some advice or have you listened to this and have you watched that yes. oh i listened listen to this I'll send you this and I'm, yeah. I'm like sometimes I think oh shit am I really annoying because I'm always got like solutions I'm like you know I'm something. like you know what it. I've got this really you know bad my tummy's this oh I've got the best ab exercises come on I'll show you or you know, I've got this really bad blow to me. Right, you need to cut out gluten and dairy. And I'm always, like, it's I'm always probably the most annoying it. person ever. Yeah. You know what? I've, I've accepted it. You either take me or leave me because I'm strong personality. Type it. I'm out there. I'm in your face. but And it. I'm not going to change because I think the right people – Will stay and the wrong people exactly. will go. And that's the right people are my type of people anyway. That's right.
0: So if <laughs> there's people listening that are takers for Abby, that will just love everything you said and your energy, where can they find you? Ah, yes. Okay.
1: So way? currently I'm a bit of a crossroads in my business. So because of COVID, obviously everything went pear shaped. So Abby K Fitness Facebook page, Instagram page, Abby.K.Fitness Instagram. Um, I'm in the process of realigning what I'm doing, focusing a bit more energy on more the holistic approach and the nutrition, the spiritual, um, you know, more like um, going with my age. I'm 41 this year and more like Pilates movements and more nutrition. Mm. So may not be something there yet, but if you follow me, I'll get in touch with me. I'd love to work with you in the future. Um, I'm looking visualizing and it's going to happen, be a health and wellness. Yes. Life coach life and fitness so everything mind and body yeah I want to be I want to be that one stop place with some affiliates that you know yeah specialized off the side but um and more of an accountability coach so if you're chasing someone who you need to I don't know say right have you done your steps show me have you done your show me your meal plan Mm -hmm. show me your meal prep you know, that's the type of person I want to be in the future. More in alignment with myself, and but I'm going to more the health and well-being, and yeah, that's coaching. Perfect. That's exactly yeah. So and in alignment with you, Definitely.
0: yeah, in yeah. You're based over at Mount Cotton, that's where you're physically based at the yeah, moment.
1: Yeah, near um Redland Bay, Bayside. Yeah. It's really
0: beautiful near Seremey there. Yeah, right near Seremey. Yes. Oh, thank you so much. So what we do before we leave is we have a few deep questions for you that are just spring on. Oh, your- yeah. Oh, You've already heard them, yeah. So yeah, you should know them. What is a soul? The soul is your essence. It's You can't put
1: your finger on it. It's, you know, I think you can't – It's it's your life source. It's mm. – your character—it's your little quirks, your mannerisms, your your habits. Um, you know, when you meet someone, that soul is there's something about that person. I can't put my finger on it, but I like it. Yeah. You know, that um, that warmth inside you. And I believe that you're born, um, you know, with your personality. It's it's there. It's in. It's coming to you. Your your soul. And I think your soul has a purpose and you've got to stay and you, you, everyone will be here until they've reached their purpose in life, their energy. It's their energy. It's their, their vibe. Yeah, that's it. All, vibe. That's it's it. their vibe. It's You've got a good soul, you know that term? Yes. Yeah. It's just about that vibe, that energy, that vibrancy, that warmth, that character, and it's to me, it's all in the eyes. Your soul. I
0: agree.
1: It is all in the eyes. Do you believe? Yes. Kind eyes, caring eyes. You can, you can. It says everything about person is their eyes, like dogs. Kind eyes. Because I mean, they've got souls.
0: Soul. That's right. So what happens you, after you die? Ah. Uh,
1: I'd love to know exactly, but I'd like to believe um, there's definitely afterlife, 100%. Your energy will it will either spend time healing when it needs to heal or it will go off and be reborn Mm -hmm. into another life source um, and another life path. And I think You'll never die, you know. Like, I'd like your energy just lives on in rein, reincarnates. And if you haven't gone to your soul alignment, your soul purpose in this life, life, life and um, span, you'll then get reborn and you'll go and, until you've reached that purpose. And when your soul's reach that purpose, then you'll live in heaven.
0: Yay, love a yeah, That's
1: I incredible. think I'd like to think that we're all the energies around, there's too many things that. I've heard people say and watch things, it's too it's too much evidence out there that you just die. I don't believe that at all. Yeah. And oh, I right. believe I believe you get guardian angels from your relatives as well. Mm-hmm. Protection. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's part of your intuition. I think that's your spirit spiritual guides giving you a nudge, a bit of a kick when you have that gut feeling. I think that's your spiritual guide saying, you know what, nah nah nah, this is not good. Do not drive that car now. Do not go to the shop. you know. Yeah. Don't go to that party. No. And that's why you've got to listen to it because it's it's real.
0: It is real. And the more you it listen is. the more it yes. I-
1: you you gotta be open minded. Mm, definitely. And what
0: do you know for sure?
1: What do I don't know for sure? That everything is awesome. No. <laughs> um What you give is what you get, you know, Mm. karma. That's what I know. That is 100% what I know for sure. It is like attracts like, you know, we're all magnets and that's 100%. You know, if you're positive, you know, smiles are contagious. If you're a positive, smiley person, exactly what you'll get back. If you've got high vibes, you don't complain, you're solution focused. That's exactly what you get. But the same token, you get what you get with negative and grumpiness yeah and you know everything around you is just a reflection of you yeah everything material things physical things relationships friendships Mm. so
0: that's what I know for sure very knowledgeable Abby very knowledgeable very and very inspirational and I know everyone would have loved that yeah
1: well I just feel I'm not getting back to you know you know mums definitely motherhood and, and being a mum has been the best job in the world and the best thing I've ever done and the the best achievement I've ever achieved you know in life and but now you know what I mean by they're 10 and 8 now getting a little bit more independent and I know a lot of mums out there would probably feel the same thinking about myself a hell of a lot more now and yes. got more time to really reflect and now I'm like starting to reinvest in myself more and getting back to the more spirit, the visualization and getting back to my old school roots. And because I'm in a new stage in life, you know, everything's a stage and the little baby stage is gone. And now it's a bit more about me now. Back to Abby. So watch this space, but yeah, I think something good will come very soon. Definitely.
0: Definitely. So make sure yeah. you go along and follow Abby on her Abby K fitness pages and groups. And, um, I will post up, she's going to pull out the oxygen magazine. Oh, I'll try. <laughs> she's promising. Cause I've just told everyone she'll make it happen. And then we're going to post that up on the time to shine Facebook group, time number two shine. So head over there to check out, Abby's photos, she's like under pressure now, and um just to see what's possible when you put your mind to something. And uh, if you really focus and feel it, Abby's flexing if you can't, well, you can't see her, but she's I'm just joking, flexing. um Yeah, what you can do when you really put your mind to it and you really focus on a goal. It's absolutely astounding. So I can't wait for you guys oh, to see that.
1: I'm sure yeah, I'm not the only one out there that's done what.
0: Yeah, but we love you ah oh, thanks. But oh. yeah.
1: this might be others uh, but no, no, oh I man but you happened. know what we've had some good laughs hey so yeah. that's laughter's the best medicine that's another thing i know for sure
0: yes good it definitely La- <laughs> we do a lot of laughing <laughs> Oh, so cool! All right, well, thank you so much for joining me on this crazy lockdown day, very last minute. I know. I like, hey there, come and get your podcast done. See, because I'm so a yes person. He said yes, and I was like, "Let's do it." So, thank you so much, and um, I will be sure yeah. to pass on any um, comments from our listeners to you, and so you know that people are going to be loving this. So, yeah, I thank hope you so.
1: so. Much. I hope I've inspired some of the women and it
0: inspired me. So, and
1: but the same token, if anyone wants to do the whole body thing, and it's On their absolute bucket list, I can definitely help them and give them heaps of advice, but do it the healthy way.
0: Yeah, I agree. Yeah, thank you so much, Abby. No props, love ya. Love you. If you have enjoyed this podcast, then I would like to personally invite you to my next workshop, "The Six Steps to Soul Success." In this four-hour workshop, I dig deep into self-love, finding your true passion and your purpose and teach you how every single one of you is destined for great things. You just need to trust the universe. These workshops are run online and face-to-face, so head on over to my website www.thosetrosisters.com and register for your free ticket now.